Islands in the stream, that is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world, and we rely on, on each other. other. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. From one lover to another. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful song. Um, all right. Yeah. So we we talked with no, not wrecking it, recording at the same time, and we re realized that we should record it because yeah. everything we say is so great. Yeah, <laughs> it's so valuable. <laughs> so, so we were like, why are we not recording this right now? So we had to stop it. So we just want to find the thread and just m move on from there. Yeah, I don't remember what we were talking now, about. No, but we were talking about what went wrong in the first episode, basically. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. We're, we're trying to analyze yeah. the first episode and how we should do a new episode or a retake to make it better for the listener because yeah. that's what it's about we want to give a good product to all of you guys out there yeah um so i think one thing that we did that we didn't do was actually say your names out loud because i think people know my name but not your names so emil ludde kalle that's <laughs> yeah. the podcast. <laughs> Those are the people doing this podcast, yeah. And this is the exit strategy. Yeah, exactly. welcome, yeah. welcome. Damn, you just yeah. pinned the name. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, drop. No turning back. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. So yeah, the first episode, we uh, we all felt that it was a bit. I mean, Christa. it was okay. It was what? Krista. Krista. Yeah, forced. Forced. Yeah. Forced. yeah. Kind of forced, kind of. I mean, Luda, you and I are completely new to this thing. We've never, I mean, I've been, I've done some music related stuff, so I've obviously used a yeah. mic before, but uh, sitting in front of a camera like this in a studio like this one, yeah, and, uh, and talking like this, it's, it's in, in 40 degrees, yeah, <laughs> it's really hot. Like hell. <laughs> it's really hot in here, yeah. We should put a put like an air filter and a fan in here, or something. yeah, yeah, like an air conditioner almost. Mm sure oh. yeah so we're really new at this and if you think from that perspective i think it went okay or mm, yeah. like it went well but we want to make it better than that probably. yeah exactly of course and um i'm i'm thinking that we could use that as like potentially we could use this as the first one and then release that uh, the other one as like a behind the scenes or first attempt or something like that and it could be uh released I don't know how you do that on, in a way that makes sense, but like on YouTube, potentially we could really set as like the fifth episode or something. Like this was the absolute first when we were just talking about how we're going to start. Yep. And people can see how, well, at least we probably will think that it was awkward or like more stiff and forced, like you said. But it's also if we come back to the startup mm. that, this is how when you create a startup you always will try to find new ways to become better and you want to you write one text in one in, in one document and then you go through it and you're like even two hours later and you're like no this is not correct and yeah. you want to try to find the right way of everything and yeah. it feels that we do did it with the podcast now that we we did one take and felt nah it was okay it, it's yeah. okay but we want to do it better and yeah. that that kind of eager i think you need to have when you start a new project yeah. if you want to succeed yeah 
yeah, I mean, we kept, I mean, in my in my head, I was thinking all, all the time, like, so, so, is the recording going as planned? Oh. Is everything going as, you know, like, well? Um, but now it feels way more natural, actually, to be speaking to you guys uh, in this way. It kind of felt like all of those, uh, the nerves and everything oh. went away uh, yeah. after the first half an hour that yeah. we spoke. Yeah, so that's nice. And should I then say what the startup is? <laughs> yeah, yeah because so. we didn't do that no. in the last no, episode. Yeah, we true. were like, oh, why are we doing this? And maybe we should con come on to yeah. what the so, startup is. So um, the whole idea, I have my channel, which I basically document the process of building a startup. And my vision for that, my idea has been like, it would be so interesting to have a full story from like, an idea of an app to like a finished product and actually like released app. And then we've been talking and uh, we I realized that, okay, it'd be even more interesting to bring it to like the series, whatever it is, investments, like the first round of investments, like trying to find some person out there that thinks that this is a good idea and wants to actually invest in the startup and actually document the process from like I've done now from the idea of the app until I actually sit or we actually sit with an investor and actually meet them. And uh, I think that's something that we haven't seen anywhere else. And I think that, that could be something very unique. And that's also this podcast is going to be like a, an integral part of that journey. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's also going to be a fun process. I mean, we're very good friends all of us and uh, we enjoy having long conversations usually way too long uh, and i think that just doing this uh, this podcast and as you said being able to document the entire process from from idea in a way um in a way that's what your youtube cha youtube channel has yeah. been yeah. Uh, your your progression your you you documenting your way uh, into making this app in a way and you you know you deviated from your path in some ways and mm. created a lot of content on youtube check it out <laughs> uh, and, I, and i think that this podcast is going to be similar to that uh, a parallel running along where you can discuss these ideas that you have together yeah. with, with us and uh, hopefully in the in the future we can look back on this on this podcast and be like yeah it's been a long road taking us to pitch yeah. in front of investors but there's going to be a lot of a lot of fun content and a lot of hopefully educational content and yeah. also inspiring content for other people out there listening that yeah we're just three completely regular dudes yeah. uh, have different interests we're good friends and we created this thing together yeah but i think uh, about like with your youtube channel uh that as you said it's a process or a progress from when you try to start to code to now yeah. and i think one very important word is in, is inspiring that i think you right. inspire people to do the same maybe with not coding but you could you can just come up with something that you want to be good at and share that with everyone else on youtube and i feel like that's what we're aiming for we want to inspire people to see that it doesn't matter who you are you don't have to be an oxford student or like really smart because I'm not smart. I'm I'm really bad in school, but at the same time I had a startup already and we could do that again and I think we will be yeah, we want to show people that whoever you are, you can try to do a startup. It's just a, a matter of time mm. and effort 
and how how long you want to run yeah and also that with the right team and with the right people even though the 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 startup that you create might be a failure in the end you you may not bring it to the market or whatever it's going to be an extremely fun process and creative process and you're going to learn so much about yourself and your friends and like everything so i definitely see this as a win-win situation no matter what the outcome mm. may be yeah yeah we get to hang out we get to talk about the startup yeah and we might actually build something or and you will build something yeah already built oh, yeah. something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um and that's what i was that's what i was thinking about before too that the my videos has always been like trying to show that i attempt something that i don't know from the beginning it's not like i'm an expert in the field that i'm attempting or it's it's just that i'm interested in trying to build x thing and then i show the journey of like okay trying to figure it out trying to solve it uh, maybe i don't come up with like the best way of actually solving it but it's just about the process of like showing and inspiring other people and also making content that i would like to watch myself i feel like this podcast at least what i'm envisioning for it is a podcast that i would be really interested in listening to and especially when i got into programming i would be super interested in hearing like a an actual startup and like listening to the whole journey of it um through a podcast yeah i was thinking about something but i can't remember but it was <laughs> really good <laughs> it was really good <laughs> oh you should have been there <laughs> yeah i mean you had this uh you had a, you had a word uh, you had you said something uh, during the last uh, or the past half an hour you said the uh, the goal of your your youtube channel is in ah, a way yeah. to inspiration not uh, replication yeah inspiration yeah. not replication and that is such an important thing i think because a lot of people uh, i mean I'll, i watch your videos and i see what the, all of, of the them of course all of them definitely yes. multiple times yeah yeah uh, <laughs> But I see, I see some people commenting um, that they want to see more programming, and some people, as we talked about oh, earlier, yeah. want to see more of your vlogs and your life, and want to get to know you better yeah. as a person. And I just think that that inspiration, not replication, is such a it's such a smart smart way of words because, in a way, you do same with this podcast. We want to inspire people to, if they have have an idea for a solution for a problem that they see in the society or whatever it might be we are not going to tell them every single step that we i mean that we, they don't have to follow us as no, yeah. as a, like a how to do or this is the first step this is the second step because that's not how it works it's it's more to yes we said to inspire people to take action to do something uh, with their ideas yeah. and uh, yeah yeah and if you for instance if you look at pitch decks you can look at the top 10 uh, companies in the world right now and they will have very different pitch decks and i think that that says that we we can we can maybe show that this is how we did the pitch deck but each company or startup is very different and yeah. should focus on very different thing because they have different unique selling points and so on mm. um so as you said inspiring but also that with that i came up with which was so very very good oh, okay yeah let's hear <laughs> it it's the most obvious thing in the world but entrepreneurs are not maybe the one who knows the be best of everything but they just are 
they want to, to do new stuff. They're not afraid of challenges oh, yeah. and they are they are very eager to learn new ways of whatever. So that was the really good thing, you know. Yeah, yeah it's good that you remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> came up now. Yeah. <laughs> Great, guys. <laughs> As I said, I'm not smart. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our quirks and flaws. Flaws, <laughs> yeah, and, and strengths. Uh, and weaknesses, <laughs> obviously. Definitely, yeah. Obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We want to be as transparent as we can uh, when it comes to this. I mean, this is the first time we do it, and there's a lot of lessons to be learned and a lot of things that we have to get used to, especially not you, you know, as verbal affirmation that we talked mm. about uh, earlier. Um, yes. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, but I think that by doing so, we're going to create a, hopefully, a community of listeners that are more... Um, understanding if we make oh, mistakes yeah. or if we if something goes wrong or maybe a podcast doesn't end up end up getting uploaded one week or whatever it might be um it's much much easier to create this transparency in the beginning and to maintain it than to try to implement it later on uh, when you've already created a very structured podcast yeah. so i mean there's no shame in showing your flaws no <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing with if we see at the world right now where people are not showing their flaws at all. They're just thinking about their brand because every person right now is a brand and a, a brand is very restricted in some ways. You can do whatever you want, but you have to fit the frame. Yeah. And uh, I think that could be a very stressful to live like that. And that's why we want to do something much uh, or very different we want to be transparent instead from the beginning and say that this is hard this is easy blah 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 mm. because uh, yeah to inspire people to feel comfortable because i, f I think it's about comf being comfortable that you can do this as well we feel it we yeah. we can be ourselves here we don't have to live up to something no yeah i think that's super important that we and that's also like one of the uh hacks behind my channel or like one of the things that i've been trying to do is uh by showing that i'm not an expert and like being transparent and like showing uh easy fails that i'm i do and uh, uh that sort of stuff it kind of shows the audience that i'm not an expert and therefore they're not going to treat me as an expert and they're not going to be like oh why are you so stupid why did you miss this thing they're going to be like okay uh, oh, maybe I should help him. And so they, they'll comment useful, like actually helpful things, uh, which has been really good. And I don't get many like super negative comments. Um, and I think that's a huge part of it, like showing not trying to be something or an, an expert, because then it's really easy to be like opposed to whatever I say in a video. And one thing that we have um, in common with most of our conversations is that we we do in in many cases play the devil's advocate so we usually take the other side even though we we do not agree with what whatever we're saying or uh, the argument that we're uh, you know what do you say displaying or portraying yeah. it's important to view things from every every possible perspective um and i think that might be valuable when it comes to creating a startup as well that it's very easy to think or to to believe that the uh, the ways I think or the way we think 
is the way the majority of people think, but maybe that that isn't the case. Maybe we're the odd ones out. Maybe the majority of people think that this idea is uh, useless or that mm. this way of marketing is much better than this other way that we f- feel is more um, relevant or, or would be better. No. Uh, so I think it's important for us to be able to go out, not on a whim, but to 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 take different sides, to use different perspectives, to argument against and for, uh, even though we might not, you know, our opinions might not line up with the arguments that we are uh, using. No. Um, and that is also part of the transparency uh, that we have to have. Mm. Uh, and we also have to be able to to take those sides quite early on so that people understand that we're, we're not all just yes men that would say, yeah, 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 this is, th- let's go with this idea, let's go with this idea. I mean, we have to question every move that we do mm. uh, almost, yeah. What do you think? I mean, you've, you've had a po- I mean, you've had a startup, yeah, you've done a startup, so. Yeah, I think that the differences is the most important part for in the chemistry with the people that uh, if you have free, peop- free people that say yes to everything, you will just not uh, develop. You'll probably just go running really fast and do whatever you feel mm. at the time is good. But I think that you need to have a different characters mm. and in organizational studies as well uh, they say that the more perspective you have the better because mm. as as long as you have the as you you give everyone the voice to talk about things and discuss and that uh, each matters that's the best way for a company or a startup or uh, fr- like a football team or whatever to complete and succeed but um, so, and as well, as you said, with the Devil's Advocate, that I think it's really good because you, then you're trying to, um, you try to open up more thinking and new ways. So you just like, you see how you, how you can, even if the argument or the Devil's Advocate's side is wrong, can be good to think through through your idea ag- again to see if you can develop it even more yeah. the mm. second time you see it because sometimes i i feel that i can come up with an idea and then and then i'm like yeah let's do this yeah. this is like the best thing ever and i don't hesitate and i need people that uh, push me down a bit even if i hate it at the moment because i'm like man how can you not yeah. see this <laughs> you should see it. you should see it in my eyes like from my point of view it's crazy good yeah, this is like a <laughs> sick <laughs> this is a sick opportunity we should do it but you need to come down and just rethink it one or 10 times so yeah and this also in a way ties into what this conversation we had yesterday about uh, intentions and that I mean, you might be very ambitious, or you might be like, I have this idea, and I I feel that this is gonna be, this is gonna work. This is gonna be the best idea. This is the best idea I've ever had. And I might question you, uh, not necessarily because I don't believe in you, more that more that I want to make sure that you've also thought about these things. And there are several ways that I can actually not not confront your idea, but I can talk to you in different ways. And there are different ways that you can. Uh, choose to reciprocate those no. uh, those arguments or those questions and it's very important that we try to keep in mind that the intentions of all of us is to be 
is to to how should I put this? Is to further develop and give more perspective into ideas. We're trying to help each other. We're not trying to bring each other down, but we're trying to to make sure that have you thought about this? Have yeah. you thought about this? And in in a way, when you are the one carrying that idea and that b- ambition and the drive behind the idea, that might feel like you're not you're weighing me down or you're not you're not giving me the energy yeah. to to pursue this uh, idea. But in a way, that is maybe exactly what is necessary as mm. you said it creates more development further development uh, which is very important for your idea to become as su- successful as you want it to become yeah and i just uh, thought of when um uh, in my company when we were pitching to different investors in different times like two after two years we were pitching and after three years we were pitching for someone else and after four years, we also pitched for new people and several different types of investors. And I realized that there were two completely different businesses during mm. this two years, that uh, this two years period, basically. So, if you, we uh, so do you mean your business? Yeah, yeah, work became two yeah, different ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So the first one was it was a bad pitch, no. but and we hadn't thought it through. We hadn't developed it mm. to too much we hadn't um yeah we hadn't seen around that we had this idea or vision we should do this and we hadn't thought about it too much and we had to have three and a half years to realize what we wanted to do and we were on we had one pitch for five investors where they were like they were grilling us hard it was really hard and we were like uh we couldn't answer their questions because we we weren't prepared basically Ludde, your company was called Rice. And it was a startup. It was an app, and the idea was to essentially create like a Tinder for people looking for jobs. So they would go on to this app, and then they would be able to see like, okay, uh, at this supermarket they're looking for people, and then they could swipe through different jobs of like different companies that would be looking for people, and uh, it would be a way for students to very easily apply for jobs. I don't know uh, more details about it. But it's like yeah. s- simplifying the recruitment process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Making it easier for, because when you're young, right now, when you're going to apply for a job, you probably have to write several different types of CVs to, because each employer expects different kinds of answers to their quest- questions. So we wanted to give the power to the, applicants rather than the employers okay. and they create one profile and that's the one profile they have and we also saw a problem where if i was when i was 16 and s- were looking for jobs or 19 i didn't really know where to look it was like yeah where how do i apply for a job and this were going to be a, a simple way just download an app create a profile and then you can start looking for jobs, yeah. basically. And so the question then that you, because you actually got so far that you got to meet with investors and like talk to them and get questions, get feedback. And you were saying that one of the questions that they were asking you that actually made you think about like, okay, we need to change something. And I was asking you what that question was. Because you, cause you ended up with kind of like a, quiet, uh, what do you call it, cash 22 moments. Yeah, um, exactly. Because you needed users to get the company's involvement or their interest and you needed companies to get users oh, yeah. because no one wants to download a platform 
to apply for jobs if there's no jobs to apply for. Yeah, no. and the investor said that um, you can, I can give you ten million dollars and you will have a lot of users, but I won't give you that mm. because that, that's too easy. I want you to to try a bit harder, and then mm. after that grilling where we had we still had answers on everything they said, we were like, yeah. Um, we had to find a solution and we did uh, but it took like three or four days with i think that you can right there be like very confident in what you think but you have to melt it inside of you and rethink it a hundred times and then you probably come up with an idea or accept where you are and mm. try to start so how can we solve this then this is a problem because Probably we won't find any other investors that won't have the same type of uh, feedback. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because because uh, we discussed uh, the potential like emotional reaction that you have when you get criticized, uh, well not criticized, but when you get feedback for something that you know you have to change. Uh, and I was just thinking, in regards to that, Kalle, uh, on YouTube, like when you when you upload a video and you get a bunch of comments, mm. and maybe some of them are extremely you know not, not mean but you know have hateful comments yeah. or this video was a lot worse than the last one or mm. as you said before um there was too little coding in this video mm. so i'm gonna unsubscribe mm. um how do you deal with that pressure and that and those kind of kind of comments um it's difficult the thing about like uh where i think there's a saying or something where it's like if you get a hundred positive things and then someone says one negative thing the thing that you remember is the negative thing um, so it's something that definitely sticks a lot more but i try to think about like the overall um what do you call it? like the overall emotional reaction to the video based on like the overall comments and if there's like a comment that's completely like unnecessarily hateful or like just doesn't add any value to me or like say how I could fix something then I'll just delete it because it doesn't make sense for me to have it because then I might go back and see it again and then I'll think about it again and then it'll add up over time I think so I've just had the rule of like I'm gonna delete stuff if it doesn't help uh, the channel is that like a normal strat strategy on YouTube or a I don't know I uh I actually I don't know how any other like creators do it. Uh, I haven't really heard about. I don't think people generally talk about deleting comments because I think it can sound a bit like you're trying to force a narrative or like trying to make it seem like, oh, there's so many positive comments on this video, while in the reality there was maybe like a ton of really negative comments. But that's also not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to like remove stuff that doesn't actually uh, help and like there's ways most people comment or some people might comment like you should have uh, added this value or this uh, you should have used uh, clearer var variable names in programming um, or you should use this color instead for the app or whatever and in that case i'll save it because it doesn't matter uh, it's great to get feedback like that i think it's super valuable uh, but if it's just like, oh, you suck so bad, don't show this, and then then I'll, I might re delete it, uh, especially if it's like not 
funny in any way like sometimes a, a hateful comment can actually be relatively funny um so then i might keep it but if it's just like completely garbage in all the senses of garbage uh, then i'll just delete it hmm. yeah i mean i read i read through your comment sections sometimes um not all of them but some of them and usually i feel like there's a you have a very positive community mm. um and the feedback that you do get is very constructive like yeah. the 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 ones that i've read are super constructive where yeah. i'm like obviously i don't i don't have at all the same experience in programming yeah. as you do but i can understand that well they are very respectful and they are trying to literally help you make yeah. your channel better um so if we have anyone who's listening to this yeah. that wants to make a change or think that there's something that we're doing that is wrong uh, yeah. please be respectful <laughs> and uh, write a valuable comment yeah write the mvc mvc most valuable comment <laughs> the yeah. most valuable comment um and we'll try to we'll actually try to yeah try to bring it up yeah. and try to talk about it here um so if someone sees our podcast or listen to our podcast and you feel that you should think about this so you should bring this topic up or whatever it might be uh please do write we want to have as much feedback as we can yeah. um and uh, if you really think that something is is uh, trash yeah. uh, like this conversation right now yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the first episodes yeah. they're gonna be <laughs> like episode 100 it's still gonna yeah. be like dude first episode is shit yeah. <laughs> Just give us a hundred episodes and then we'll be fine. Yeah. But just one question about looking to Kalle's uh, comments. Is that something you regularly do when you are on YouTube on other channels? Do you look at what people comment and why? I've started doing it more and I've also started commenting more since actually starting a YouTube channel myself because I used to think that like a channel with a hundred thousand subscribers I would think that that person is never going to read the comments. He's never going to see what I'm saying. But since I've started one myself, I realized that I actually read pretty much all comments. Like there's very few that I don't read. And so that's kind of made me feel like, okay, there's actually some value in commenting on other people's videos. So now like I'll comment on, sometimes I'll comment on like MKBHD and I'll comment on different other channels. Like there's another one called Ali Abdal um and he actually started subscribing because i commented on his video but i guess that's also uh, unfair because it's not like anyone that comments on a person's video will get a subscribe because of that it's because of the fact that like he saw that i had the tick because i had a hundred thousand subscribers or something at that, that stage verified yeah the yep. verified tick uh, next to my name and that i think that also <laughs> makes it so that like people will like the comments yeah it's really true douche. <laughs> yeah <laughs> super douche and the comment is like you're trash <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course because i'm verified you know but <laughs> whatever i say is important yeah yeah exactly that's pretty much what it says it Exclusive says that like this comment card. has been verified by youtube to be valuable yeah um no but that's i think that's something because that's what i see as well if i see those comments especially when you go on YouTube and check out comment sections, you'll see verified comments will usually be at the top. For some reason, probably YouTube maybe promotes them more. I don't know. 
for sure. Uh, so you are trying to get promoted by YouTube in the comments section on another <laughs> channel. So people yeah. are like, oh, Cal, that was... <laughs> you could use it like Twitter. You can yeah, probably get a exactly. fan base from your writing exactly. instead. You preface um, it as... Uh, yeah, I just want to show support and bring value to your video by commenting, but actually it's a way of, it's a marketing strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're trying yeah. to reach out for, for more, bigger fan base. Yeah. yeah, I did do that at the start, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Transparency. Yeah, but I don't think, it didn't really work. It worked with him, but I think that was just like a random uh, circumstance. And I think I commented something actually like nice and somewhat valuable for his uh, video that he made. <clears throat> and I think he just subscribed because I commented like he probably doesn't watch my videos. Wait, who subscribed? Um, Ali Abdal. To your channel? Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Do you even know who it is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ali Abdal. That's, uh, <laughs> He's verified. Yeah. <laughs> He's verified, yeah. Um, but I think uh, I, f I didn't get my answer, though, to, to oh. the question. That was a really good part, though. I think that could be a clip. Yeah. But <laughs> but at the same time, just like why why are we or people reading comments? Is is there oh, okay. what is the eagerness to see what other things about this video? Because it's one way if you're a YouTuber and you want to can connect with your with your community. Mm. But at the same time, why do we read comments if you're just a regular YouTube user that you? Yeah, is there any valuable information that you can get? I think personally, because I, um, I do read uh, quite a bit of comments. It depends on what kind of video it is. And depending on what kind of video it is, it, it, it's a different type of, like I'm, I'm looking through the comment section for different reasons. So uh, if they're like, if, if let's say it's a Joe Rogan clip, I'm looking for funny comments usually oh, yeah. or if there's some other youtuber that i find and i'm i'm like yeah this comment sec section is gold or this is like a really funny video or it's a funny topic whatever it might be there's usually quite a lot of memes or or, or funny comments in the comment mm. section and that's usually what i what i look for sometimes it might be actually to let's say if there's a video and they have they bring up something i might be uh I might disagree with whatever they're saying or there might be something in the video that I'm like, wait, that, that was weird or mm. that was odd or did, did anyone else notice this? I might actually just check the comment section to see. It's almost like reaffirming my yeah. my opinion or reaffirming my my uh, my reality. Like, yeah, did someone else actually think this mm. was weird or did someone else point this out? Yeah. And I don't know. It's just you check the comments and when it, it doesn't really give me anything more than that kind of like... Uh, affirmation or like reassurance yeah. that uh, basically that my opinion or whatever it is that I think or saw uh, in the video is. And at the same time, you were uh, a longer time on YouTube, which is what they want. They want you to be there as long yeah. as you can. So it's a very, very, very simple way of having people stay on, on yeah. YouTube. Spend it's time. a very easy what do you call it it's not it's like a strategy it is yeah yeah in yeah. a way and i i actually use it also sometimes for like if it's a instructional video or like something very specific then i'll go through the comments and see like is this outdated now because it might be something from like two years ago or three years ago and um sometimes it will be like someone shows something and then someone will comment like okay this doesn't work anymore 
especially in like programming because sometimes a package or something will be updated and all of a sudden what they show in the video isn't accurate anymore um <clears throat> so that can be super valuable but i also use it for like the funny part usually people comment funny things and uh yeah and also like when it comes to longer videos like sometimes you can see um like some if it's more of a documentary style or if it's or maybe it's it's just at the thumbnail and the title of the video uh, like kind of leads on to like this is going to happen during this video and if the video is very long and i don't find the the rest of the content to be super exciting or interesting uh you can just look through the comments and it might be like yeah at 1108 uh this is what you came here for or this is what you're looking for you can just go down there press that and you'll end up with the content that you wanted to see when you press the video or like click the video so in a way it's also by by having a comment section you do keep um your viewers um connected for a longer time in a way because you can create this community and also like the back and forth and commenting on a comment and stuff so it's yeah. it's more like interactive in that way um but in a way it also might lead to people just looking at this 20 minute long video but they just check these 50 seconds uh in the middle or in the mm. end because you can see a timestamp is, oh, yeah, yeah. is right here so yeah there's both positive and negative sides mm. for youtube but i think all in all, uh, for YouTube as a platform, it is way more, um, like if you look at TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all of these uh, platforms that are very, very big, they have comment sections, face, Facebook as well. So something is, is right with having a comment section does uh, in but, some way keep But people. say that it is a very good way for them to create this network feeling and communities and people will stay on YouTube, TikTok or whatever. Um, it still has been, maybe it's not like a discussion you have 2022, but mm -hmm. it has been problematic with the comment sections in all of these platforms because it could be sometimes really harsh um, oh, yeah. tonality there. And it feels like we just skip that part in the discussion like there was a discussion but so much have happened since then so now it's just like yeah it, it exists but even though when tiktok is a fairly new company they didn't care about the discussion we had five years ago or eight years ago about the comment section and that it that it is problematic and they just had it right away mm -hmm. because it, it will create um engagement engagement the comment sections. I also think that the phenom phenomenon uh, of like internet bullying and and especially in the comment sections of videos and stuff was it was quite new and it took everyone with storm because mm. never have people been. Well, I wouldn't. I shouldn't say never, but I, I reckon it is never. Pe never has have people been as hateful and uh, what do you call it spiteful mm. um, towards other people because the things it's quite obvious but being anonymous or writing on a on a keyboard and sending it through um through the internet it's not the same thing as saying it face to face with another person no. so so i think just it was i don't know i mean i've i've never written a hateful comment so i don't really uh see the value in it okay uh, i have so you um, have? Yeah. yeah okay maybe you can explain <laughs> well there's a thrill to it and um uh, yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I think a lot of like a big reason for why people do write hateful comments is just frustration. Uh, like, or you- they feel like too engaged. They feel like they have the they that they have the ability, or like they feel that they can do it because they are so uh, deep dived in that in that com- mm. conversation or yeah i'm a really big follower for this youtube channel and uh. it feels like this parasocial relationship where you feel yeah. like i know you and we as a community we know each other and that's why i can say those things mm. um that you're getting fooled basically mm. but yeah maybe it's just like all of these it feels like as you said it it happened and we didn't had had that sort of thing before and it happens so much new things every year and yeah. like t- each thing has each time except me too i think me too is one that will have like a major impact and going on trying to be we're trying to get a more equal society mm. but the comment section feels like we're just ah, it's not that big we drop it oh mm. yeah just think yeah. about what you write yeah. basically yeah but I, I don't know if it's just maybe it's because the videos that i'm looking at on youtube i'm not on facebook at all no, anymore no. um but but videos on youtube maybe it's it's just that the content that i'm looking at is less engaging in that way or maybe the fan base or the community that these people have built up the youtubers that i look at or the videos that i see are just not compatible with hateful comments because oh, yeah. i feel i feel that lately or i don't know maybe it's a youtube uh, algorithm that they actually like suppress the comments that are mean yeah. and spiteful maybe maybe that's something that has to got to do with it because in my opinion i feel that the the hateful comments have decreased the amounts of hateful comments that i see at least have have decreased and usually it's quite like it's funny or positive yeah. uh, especially like the first 10 yeah i think so too and i think but i think maybe um like let's say you watch tech videos like there's not much hateful like there's not much to hate on uh potentially like you can hate on like oh uh this person obviously thinks that this uh, or is like super biased towards yep. this company but uh i don't think that m- potentially brings up such a strong emotion as it does with like people who um uh, show their personality potentially or like share controversial opinions about like politics and all that sort of stuff because uh, i think that's where the real like negative comments actually or negative commenters hang out i think yeah emotional um, engagement like where yeah. that's compatible yeah. yeah that's true yeah that's very true mm. <laughs> apple fanboy <laughs> <laughs> that's like the meanest comment that oh, you see yeah. on mkbhd or something oh yeah yeah, yeah. constantly i, I mean, don't know how we came came to this place were about comments but uh we were talking about people commenting on this video yeah yeah, okay. yeah. and uh criticism yeah criticism yeah negative negative or well, not oh, yeah. negative feedback but feedback yeah. feedback yeah and then it turned into negative feedback but yeah, yeah. do you do you like how often do you feel that you read the comment section and you take something with you from like the positive stuff is it every video you feel like yeah i should have done that or yeah i should think about that to the next time or is it is it more like well it feels nice to have positive 
comment section uh yeah most uh depends like uh when i make technical stuff when it's very technical the video where i talk about like a specific thing that i'm doing or i have a problem then usually i'll get some comment that'll be like very useful uh there was someone for one video where i was like talking about the fact that uh when i load an exercise into the app it takes a long time to do it and I was like struggling with how to figure that out. And then someone was talking about like, okay, you could probably cache it in the app somehow. And, or maybe they didn't say that, they said something else. But I think what the the essence of what they said was like, use some sort of caching system. And that was something that I brought with me that was like, okay, I probably need to come up with a way to store stuff locally on the device, at least temporarily, so that it can be like faster access to it. And then you can upload it to the database when potentially when the app is closed down or something like that, where uh, it could do it in the background while you're working out and it doesn't have to be uh, as you're pressing a button potentially. So uh, in that sense, it comes like there's a lot of those sort of comments when it's technical, but when there's not really a technical aspect to it, then the positive comments are good to get, but it's not like helpful because it doesn't really bring anything uh it's hard to say like yeah you should uh get up in a better way out of bed or something like that there might not be many things to comment on that are actually going to be helpful i think what do we think about the time yeah it should be two minutes or something like that two right. minutes but yeah should we say that this is like the first episode the wrap yeah, yeah. the wrap for the first like episode yeah all right. Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> Super. All right, let's do this. This was so much better than the first, first one. Like yeah, the real the first, first one. <laughs> that people won't get to see <laughs> yeah. for a while. For a while. <laughs> Bonus clip. Bonus clip. <laughs>